MN Comscast, buzzing with industry insights. Get your crazy hats on, folks. This week, the MM Comscast podcast has had its tables turned. I, Mike Croft, will be placed in the hot seat, whilst Alison Glaves will be in the host seat. And I'll be trying my best to answer without hesitation, repetition, or deviation. Some of you may know me from a pre-lockdown life as a multi-award winning filmmaker. Having started in advertising, I transgressed through broadcast journalism to B2B and B2C films and emerged out the other side, making the most of this internet thingy with all its connected platforms and devices. Alison and I have been making videos together for many years. Her insights into clients' requirements has been instrumental in producing a catalogue of successful and memorable films. So Alison, I'm delighted to welcome you back to the show. Uh, what can I tell you today? Well, thanks, Mike. Um, it's great to be back, actually, and on the other side of the table, which is really, really interesting. Um, and what I need to know, after all of our experience, and even taking into account today's different world that we live in, why is video so much more effective for today's audiences? And why should businesses be maximising the use of it? Yeah, video is such a natural way to consume information. It uses your eyes and your ears. So it speaks directly to that kind of human connection with uh, emotion. And you can conjure this up through spoken word, through music, through action in an instant. So businesses can really connect with an audience on an emotional level. Yes, Mike, I guess that emotional connection is really important and it's what we all hang on to when we're talking about video. But the term video often refers to something that's actually not a video. So when is a video not a video? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, video has emerged from being a very kind of traditional things like promos and testimonials and documentaries and adverts and things like that to being a much more kind of diverse range of things. So you've got gifs and boomerangs and i don't know vr that kind of stuff and for this conversation i'd probably include animation as a video basically i'd say anything that you capture that's moving uh can be turned into a video yeah and things that aren't video um phew. Maybe video games? Well, that sounds like a whole new podcast, doesn't it? So maybe we stick to the use of video for business and think about maybe how people can maximise its value. How do you think they should do it? So video really starts with identifying your audience and telling the right story for them, uh, using all your materials that you've got, depending on what they are. It could be filmed or creating graphics or photographs or text or voiceover, whatever. It's a combination of all those things and possibly more. But the great thing about video is that its ability to hit all the platforms, you know, it's endlessly versatile. So you can recut and repackage all of this material in different ways, be it long or be it short. Going against my better instincts, I've written down a list, um, which I don't really like on radio, but here goes. TV, websites, blogs, emails, mobile apps, video sites like YouTube or Vimeo, PowerPoint, live events, information stands, point of sale, video walls, live streams, social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and e-learning, to name just a few. So in order to be responsive to clients' needs, I'm an early adopter of technology, but this does come with a bit of a downside sometimes. And back in 2003, when the 3 network was launched, I was 
really excited to see that uh, you could now get video on your phone. This was absolutely fantastic, I thought. Everybody's going to have this instantly. Yeah, but it probably took about a decade for smartphones to become ubiquitous enough for it to be really impactful in business that I'm talking about. But it's brilliant, isn't it? Because everybody is walking around with a pocket device that you can connect with, and they're just a click away. And because they're just a click away, how do we know that we're creating desirable content? And how do we know that the audience are really interested and it's going to give them some value? How do we do that? So keeping the conversation going is much easier than restarting a conversation every time, right? So very much like a TV series, you can deliver your video in episodes. And this approach, when taken by companies that can invest in a long-term media spend, really does pay back in dividends. I'm a great advocate of this. And I've seen this really work well for companies who want to build an audience or steer a brand narrative for their clients. It also delivers really great value because you can reuse your assets and you can do things like film multiple episodes just on one day. And that's a real great efficiency saving. And yeah, you've got to remember that video rarely is a standalone product. It normally is accompanied by some other media. So just think about the last news article that you read online. It normally has some sort of live video interview or has some GVs to illustrate what people are talking about. And this is especially true of things like e-learning, where there's a lot of written media with interactivity that isn't necessarily video, but video really brings that aspect to life. Thanks, Mike. That's, uh, that's really something. Um, lots to uh, take in. But um, one of the big questions, and it's a broad question, um, what really does make a great business video these days? Yeah, that's not an easy question to answer, but there are many ways in which you can make video more effective. And the first thing that is really important is to identify your audience. You have to know everything that you can about them, who they are, how you can reach them, and what they respond to. You have to really understand them and speak their language. And secondly, you really need to have a clear message. Um, a subject can be complex, but it really shouldn't be confusing. Knowing the language of video is really important here. Some messages aren't suited to video and are best used as supporting material. Video is great at emotion and mood and demonstrating and showing things clearly. And it's really good at engaging people. Long procedural information is best left as text. And remember, the best films are the ones that people watch to the end. So make it engaging. This simply means making the right film for your audience. You know, people will watch an hour's worth of somebody talking to the camera if it really has value to them. But also, people will turn off after seconds if the video has no relevance to them. You're absolutely right, Mike. I mean, we've all watched videos for only five or ten seconds before switching off with complete boredom. But those that uh, are really, really engaging, you know, they get you absolutely riveted and you do take it all in and it does have an impact on you. So... Um, really good stuff. But of course, some of our listeners might now be keen to have a professional video made. So what does a great video brief look like? It's all about getting the brief right, isn't it? The video brief is the document that sets out the intent for your project. So it is a really important document and you should really invest a good amount of time making sure that you've got it right. They should be short, uh, they need to be precise 
and they need to be well researched with clear objectives. You may already know what you want to make um, and how you want to make it. Um, so you might think that it's good as live action or animation, photos or text. But the more you know about the subject, the better. Organising the content is pretty important. So if you have access to existing material, brand imagery and the talent, as well as locations, then I'd include those in your brief as well. And absolutely draw on the expertise of your production company. Trust that expertise and prepare to be flexible in your thinking because they could save you money or make a more effective communication. And don't forget to include your budget and deadline as this will dictate the true possibility and what you can achieve. No, it's really important not to forget your budget and deadline as it really will help the producers create what you need. But here at MM Comscast, we like a top five guide. So, Mike, come on, give us your top five do's and don'ts when planning a communication video. Number one. As part of a communication strategy, ensure your video is released in conjunction with the thing it is supporting, be it a product or an initiative. Yesterday's news is tomorrow's chip paper. Number two. If you can make your point quickly, do it. Be concise and clear. Don't waffle. Repetition will bore your audience. Number three. It seems obvious, but use professionals to make your video. Everyone thinks they can make a video these days with an iPhone, but it's really not that easy. Would you lay your own carpet or cut your own hair? For a start, it's time consuming and your focus should be on what you do best, not getting bogged down in making video. Video is a collaborative industry that has many specialist roles, from producers, directors, scriptwriters, camera operators, sound recordists, lighting experts, video editors, animators, not to mention all the professional equipment needed to ensure that talent looks its best. So folks, don't try this at home. A poorly executed video could ruin your professional reputation. Number four. Don't expect your video to get 100,000 views just by putting it on YouTube. This won't happen. Unless you already have an audience subscribed to your channel, you'll need to promote, promote and promote again. And you need to do this in the first few days of releasing it. So hit up all those social media channels, reach your colleagues and customers and maximize your channels to get your message out there. And five, measure your success. Use those metrics to determine how and when your video is reaching its audience and use this data to maximize future program reach. Wow, Mike, those are really valuable tips. And that's without getting into content planning. Maybe we should talk again soon. I know, I've probably gone on far too long, but... You did put me in the hot seat. If you have discovered the MM Comscast for the first time, hit subscribe for a regular dose of insight from industry-leading communication experts. You can follow us on Twitter at MediamakerLTD and you can always get in touch via email at hello at mediamaker.co.uk. You've been listening to the MM Comscast with me, Mike Cruft. Bye for now. MN Comscast, buzzing with industry insights.